Welcome to Watching with the Beer. I'm Mark. I'm Michelle. And I don't have a beer tonight. I've got the Japanese craft gin, Roku gin. Let's see, it's got Sakura flower, Yuzu peel, Sencha tea, Sancho pepper, Sakura leaf, and Gyokuro tea. I don't know. <laughs> so. That's what I'm having. Did have three beers last night. The one I mentioned, the sherbet, and then I had the blueberry Prussia, which I think I read the same as you, a 3.75. It was a little light, yeah. light on the blueberry. And then I went ahead with my cellar clearing. I had a 2017 Backwoods Bastard, which, yeah, it's kind of mellowed out a little too more sweet than anything, so... I want to totally recommend aging those so much. And you're having nothing, huh? I'm having pop. Pop. Okay. <laughs> so, anyway, we'll be hitting up the boys, season two, episode two, proper preparation and planning. But first, I need to go back to our Bill and Ted thing to make a correction. Because <laughs> we didn't know who the fuck Lynn Lunn was. And it shows you how musically stupid we are. The, oh, the fan. I didn't think about that. The legendary founder of music in ancient China. So, yes, Lin Lun. Lang Lun was a real person. And apparently very influential and important. I still don't know about the caveman being real, but... <laughs> I'm going to say no. <laughs> and then going way back, I fucked up when, we was, when I was talking about... um. God damn it, the Watchman and Angela's name. I said Abraham on that one because what I was looking at called her Angela Abraham. And I started thinking about that later and it's like, it wasn't Abraham. There was an episode where a guy walks into a bar. Who's a bar? Oh, what the fuck site I was looking at that said Abraham. Oh. Uh, whatever. So anyway, that shit's out of the way. I'm sure we've fucked up plenty of other things too. And we'll continue to fuck up. Oh yeah. Up. When you're... In your 50s, that starts happening. Hey. We're in our 50s. <laughs> Ain't no fucking way around that shit. Anyway, we start this episode off with Billy sitting in a chair, reading a paper with crayon notes. And it's like, okay. And we get flashbacks of the season one finale, where he's a Homelander takes him to the house for Becca, his wife. Because it ain't ex-wife. They're no. still married. They're never married. divorced. Actually is, and she has a son that's Homelander's. Spit an image. Yeah, pretty much. So he, he wait, he's waking up in a parking lot of a Tony Cicero's Pizza in Fort Wayne. I assume Indiana. They didn't say Indiana, but it's only Fort Wayne I know of. Well, it was funny because he asked what state, and she said Fort Wayne. No, did he ask what state? I pretty sure he asked. I thought what he just state. asked, no, what city or whatever. I thought he said what state. And at first, he's like, "Where am I?" She goes, uh, "Tony Cicero's." No, what fucking? Um, I thought he said state. I don't know, it was state or city. She gave him Fort Wayne, and um, so <laughs> he asks if she's got a pen and paper because he wants to take some notes while he's still remembering shit, and. Um, there's just that stuff for the kids. Yeah, so all, you know, well, and during that time, there's also, while this is going on, um, he, 
He's shown on the news. Yeah. You know, being He's wanted. wanted. Yeah. And she sees that too, and yeah, he grabs the. You know, he'd already grabbed the crayon and start writing a kid's menu or some shit, and yeah, he was writing everything he could remember with about the house and the yard and everything around. Right. So, you know, and so she, yeah, she sees all that shit, and you know, he runs off, and then we got. Kimiko back to writing boy and now she's writing girl so she's trying to you know learn to write a little Learned, bit yeah. as far as we can tell and then Billy says he's going to go see a contact and they're kind of going back and forth talking about how he'd left him for dead of course well the instigator of most of this is Huey you know well, yeah. not really wanting Billy there and Said no word for, you know, months or however fucking long it had been. Didn't know where he was. And he's like, well, I thought you guys were smart enough to get out. Yeah. Well, yeah. But if they're a team, then they work as a team. Right. And they don't really work as a team. And, so. you know, and Huey's like, well, what are we, a bunch of fucking lemmings? We need to be following this guy. Yeah. And... And this Billy just says, well, who else are they going to follow? <laughs> well, they could follow any of the other ones. I mean... True, but they know who, you know, pulls all the plans out. Yeah, and who has pulled cause... them through. Who knows how many situations, because we know that Frenchie and Mother's Milk have yes. worked with him before. Yeah. So, Huey, uh, you know, like he'd been told, he's not a soldier. Those two were and they know who they're working with. Yeah, he's he's not done nothing like that, but he just he's you know really soft. Yeah, that he is. And um, so we jump back to Homelander playing catch with his son, and he's telling him about how his dad had a ball he'd gotten, I think, from his grandfather. It was Don Larson's from the '56 World Series. And they would play catch with that. And um, so he starts telling his son he needs to use his powers because he, yeah, he ain't very good at this. He ain't playing catch very well and, and doesn't throw real well. And so Becca comes out and tells him it's pretty much time to do his homework and shit. And so he's kind of happy about that. But Homelander, you know, when he told him to use his powers, he... Throws a fucking ball up in the air. He's like, well, I can't do that. Yeah, he doesn't think he has powers, you no. know. He doesn't, I don't know, does he really even know who Homelander really is? Has she, you know. Well, he knows it's his dad. They, they no, have. I know, but does he know what he really is, who he really is? True. I mean, has she kept him away from so much stuff that he doesn't even know? Right, yeah, because she are. has kind of kept him in you know. that house. And she, and that's because she wants him to be normal. And is trying to raise him to be normal. And that's when Homelander rolls. It's a good fucking thing I'm here. Because you know, his son is far he from being want, yeah, normal. Yeah. does not want him to be normal. He's far from it. And she's like, you know, well, we have a deal. Which pretty much, I guess, is she raises the son, he stays the fuck away. Well, no, he let Billy live. Well, 
Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. yeah. He let Billy live and he gets to be involved a little bit with the sun. And then we see who the deep's now involved with because Carol's sitting there. She's got this book, The Church of the Collective. Yeah. And he's doing some sort of questionnaire. Yeah, it almost looks kind of like a... Oh, yeah, one of those things. Scientific, you know, yeah. Well, well psychology. Scientific, but yeah, it's, it's kind of like... I would assume something like when you're... Apply for jobs now. They they go through all these goddamn questions, and then mm-hmm. lots of times they'll repeat them, just word them slightly different, seeing if you'll give a different answer and shit. It's like, you know what? None of that shit pertains to a goddamn thing when it comes to a job. No, but when he was drawing on the human, he didn't draw his gills. Right, yeah, there was one. That was the only thing you really saw in the, of the questionnaires was draw yourself. Yeah, and there was no gills. Yeah, he had no gills on his chest. And so she's like, you know, well, what's missing here? And, you know, she's like, you can't make it back to the seven if you can't be honest with yourself. Yeah, he's, uh, his operating perspective is functionally non-existent. (laughs) That's exactly what she's telling what she um, tells Eagle the Archer. archer. Yeah. yeah. Well, in last episode, I said Eagle D Archer. Because oh. I thought he had a middle initial that you know, oh. I said, my tinnitus is shit. And sometimes I really don't hear shit real well. But I could have sworn he said Eagle D Archer. Oh. And then I saw Eagle later he was listed as Eagle B Archer. Yeah. So, yeah, forget the D part. I mean, he still could be a dick. But for everything we've seen, he's really a nice guy. Yeah. And, so. of course, you see more fresca. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. There's got to be more fresca. I just don't get the fresca deal. But And so uh, Eagle gives the deep shrooms. Yeah, he journey. says he needs to help him. And he's like, and yeah, Deep's like, well, aren't you going to have any? He goes, no, this is your, your journey. journey. Yeah. So now we got Starlight doing some TV promos for... Girl power. Well, yeah, new member of the seven. You know, they're gonna have a big announcement, so yeah. she's running through all these promos it's and girls get it done. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. And Ashley's giving them. You know, we got Maeve, um, Starlight, and Stormfront together, and she's giving them their schedule. And Maeve gets a call, and she's like, oh, "I've got a fucking thing. I got a family emergency. Yeah. I'm gone." Of course, Ashley's not happy about this, and then Stormfront's well, like... she should be used to this well, shit. Yeah, she should know. be. Stormfront's like, I've got a family emergency. <laughs> Try and get out of it also. <clears throat> but, no, it doesn't work. Of course, then again, they're not really going to be getting much done without Maeve there anyway. No. no. And, um... So. We're going to the church for a funeral for Rainer now. Yeah. There's going to be a funeral in every fucking episode. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. Well, there, there's always a death, so... No, that's you know, true. You I mean, I... see the funeral, I, but there's always a death. Yeah, there, there's always probably a funeral going on somewhere. You see Grace Mallory there, and she's looking around at the flowers, and there's a fruit arrangement. An edible fruit arrangement right up there in the middle. Yeah. And she kind of gets an idea, I think, at oh, that yeah, point, what, who that was. Who's a dick to send <laughs> arrangements? Well, 
So yeah. some she's getting ready to get in her car and someone pops up and she's like, Oh, I knew you were there pretty much and it's Billy. And she's like, You're the one who sent the edible fruit arrangement. He's like, Yeah, she would have loved this. <laughs> you know. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but it did look funny as hell. Yeah, she kinda she really kind of accuses him of killing uh Rainer. I mean, you know she knows he didn't do it, but you know, she 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 doesn't exactly know who would kill her, so. But, yeah. Yeah. She knew what was going on, but then she's like, you know, you promised I'd never see you again. He goes, no, I said I'd never go to your house again. That's true. And she's like, well, there's federal agents next door. I can go get them, have them arrest you. And he's like, well, I know who killed Rainer. And he's she's like, well, who? He goes, well, I don't. No, no, or something like that. But he knows that Vought's responsible. Yeah, he knows Vought's responsible, and they brought in a soup terrorist, and he's, you know, blaming the soup terrorist on it. Yeah. But um, he doesn't know that for sure either, to be honest. No, he doesn't. He's just trying to get some leverage. Yeah. She said, you know, the only reason you're here is because you're desperate, fucked, and want something. And that's true. Yes, very true. And go back to the deep after he's having, having his, his shrooms. Well, yeah, but he's having his his journey. And oh yes, he it's is. It's actually with his gills. Yeah, he opens up his suit and starts. Well, actually, his gills are talking to him. Yeah, we're finding out he seems to be ashamed of his gills. Yes, and his he gills is. know all about it. Yeah, and they know the shame that he feels. That, uh-huh. Well, he, he was listening to the Goo Goo Dolls. Mm-hmm. The, you know. Which was the last time he had shrooms, which is at a Goo Goo Dolls concert. And we got, yeah, Patton Oswalt doing the um, voice for the Gills. Yes, which is very amusing. Yes. Yeah, I love him and his voice. And, you know, he's telling them about how you're just always imagine that women will laugh and humiliate us, you know, because of your Gills. Mm-hmm. He knows that that's kind of getting to him. Then again, it's all just a trip, but... <laughs> yeah. But it's his subconscious saying that because that's how he feels. Right. Because he, you know... And the gills end up later saying that this is the reason you're always taking shit out on women and treating them the way you do. Yeah. And that's what they're really trying to get at. Yeah, because he's assuming that they would. Right, so. that they would. So he takes it out on them yeah. first. And then we got Maeve Incognito going to the hospital. And, um... Happens to be her old girlfriend. Yeah, and she's like, well, you know, what are you doing here? She goes, well, Maggie Shaw was still listed as emergency contact at your work. Yep. And, you know, apparently her appendix was about to burst. And she's like, well, you want me to call your mom or a girlfriend? Yeah, she's just hinting around on that girlfriend. Right, yeah, I know, trying to get an answer out of that. And so, since she's gone, we got Starlight and Stormfront doing the interview. The girls get it done, Uh signed behind them, and, you know, they're... And this is where she started getting a lot out of Stormfront, just being blunt as fuck. She goes, you know, really, what does it matter if heroes have a dick or a badge? Uh, why why is this such a thing? And she goes, 
chicks and dicks are in this together. <laughs> yep. And um, so we got A Train now. He shows up. Yes. At the girls get it done promo. Does that tell you anything? It tells you that he's a chick. He's a little bitch. Right. Well, <laughs> he's, he's, he's a cunt. He's, he's now one of them. You know, he's there to take her maid's place. Oh, yeah, yeah. What? <clears throat> he wants to be the next cunt? <laughs> well, yeah, you know, and they made up a story since he was in the hospital. He was on a mission in Kandahar. And yeah, he was unconscious. He was, like, comatose. Well, they, they were discussing it first, you know, mm. the interviewer and she's like oh you know sorry he's gone or whatever and he goes well what if I told you he's behind you and boy and, that really gets starlight oh yeah she was not happy you could see that and it was true because at first you're thinking oh well she's just playing a trick on her and that wasn't true I mean it really was he yeah was there. he was there he got out of the hospital out of his coma or whatever and she's you know, try and be polite and ask how he's feeling, and he's like, fan-fucking-tastic. And then later at the party, he's playing a, one of Prince's guitars he bought. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, you know, you really came by my room every day to pray for me? And she's like, yeah, of course, I don't know really what she was doing, but, you know, she's like, well, you know, if I wasn't there to give you CPR... He would have been dead and um, <clears throat> he's like well did you also tell him that you helped your traitor boyfriend escape you know first off he's not really a traitor because he's not part of the seven anyway no, so not. I don't know what he's a traitor to so to speak unless he's talking about the country which he still is not a he's traitor he's still not a traitor right I mean you fucking killed his girlfriend so and he killed his own girlfriend <laughs> yeah so, I mean... And he wants to know who she'd mention that part to. Of course, nobody. Yeah. I mean, just shut up. She saved your life. You're lucky. And, you know, she told him Huey helped, too. She should have let him die. Yeah, if He's it wasn't for that. Ass. Yep. And then, old Billy returns, and he said he, you know, he had a meeting with the colonel, and they're like, you saw her? And he goes, yeah. We go to the soup terrace. She wipes our CIA records clean. Yeah, but he doesn't tell them the whole story. Well, no. He doesn't tell them what they got to do and yeah. what the trade-off is at this point. And now we still got the... Um, <laughs> I don't know if we ever knew the Deep's first name. I'm sure we did, but the Gills, you know, while they're talking to him, they're like, you know, you deserve to be loved, Kevin. Yeah. Um, I'm not really sure if we knew that before or not. I don't know. Because we didn't even know Maeve either. I don't believe until this time. Right. And, um, he's the, looking in the mirror, and he's like, you know, take a look. A real look. And so, <laughs> it goes like, you know, well, he's like, I'm the ugly one. Yeah. And they're like, no. He's like, yes, on the inside. <laughs> and then they start singing, You Are So Beautiful. Yeah. It's like, oh, jeez. 
But he's right. He's pretty ugly on the goddamn inside with everything he's done. He's not that great on the outside either. No. True. I guess. I'm not really into him. Oh, you're not into him? If he didn't have gills, then maybe. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Okay. (laughs) And then Stormfront is telling her followers on whatever the fuck her Instagram, whatever the hell she's watching, not to buy cheap plastic shit. So I'm assuming... It was, I didn't get a good enough look if it was um, an action figure of herself. It was. But she's not, I mean, it's, I mean, she's taping everything she does, including probably taking a shit on the toilet. No, that's very So she can show all of her fans. (laughs) Look at this, look what I made, a big poopy. I think her in the deep make a perfect team. (laughs) And right along with Homelander. And a train. Oh my god! <laughs> so many of them are all full of themselves. Most I of why. them. Why? And then old Gecko shows up. He's got on an eye patch, <laughs> and talking about how they're fucking with his eye to, you know, try to sample different shit. It was like a shampoo. Yeah, they were testing <laughs> shampoo and stuff, and. So he gives her a little pouch that looks like, you know, it's for tampons. Right. And there's some V in it. And then he tells her pretty much, you know, don't, you know, threaten me again. I'll let everyone know you took it instead of him. Because he knows what kind of shit that'll cause within Vought. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's not stupid. Of course, they're probably going to believe her over him a little bit, but... Yeah, yeah, it's really hard to say. Well, they'd probably still... Well, Homelander would probably still just kill both of them. He wouldn't care. True. It's just collateral damage. Yeah, and that's what everything is for him. Yeah. And then A-Train starts his creepy shit. He shows up. What do you got in your... What'd you put in your boot? She's like, nothing. So he's checking her for boots. She'd and, already put it in... What's her name's purse? Yeah, or backpacks. Yeah. Yep. But we don't see that. We're like, oh, shit. Yeah, but she steps back, and she's right up against that backpack purse. Right. And um, she's... <laughs> Stormland comes back, and she's like, well, you know, we want to go finish dick-tickling these half-wits so we can do our real job being superheroes. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, we see what she means by that in the third episode but that's for another time yeah anyway um becca's drops off her son and so she takes off really quickly and they show homelander going through her stuff at her house which is creepy because he's even smelling the milk yeah yeah i don't know it's like was he expecting breast milk the kids growing up probably at least 10 to 12 it's like what the fuck did you think was in there <laughs> yeah and um so she goes to a compound and starts asking for dr park and pretty much tells him hey you said i'd never see him again yeah well all of that has been thrown out the window because that's no longer gonna happen. No, he just the, tells her they can't do anything about him. No, they they really can't. I mean, what the fuck are they gonna do? 
So he just tells her to keep calm and he'll get bored and move on. Oh boy. So, anyway, back at the hospital, Maeve's telling Ellen the story of, um, well, her and her, um, was it her fiance or something? It was just some guy at an Oscar party. Yeah, they were for 12 years of slave. Yeah, he made sure he sat next to her and just talked and chatted her up and. Homelander got jealous. That's right. A producer starts chatting her up. And uh, they found the man's head off of his body. Yeah. And the house was torched. So the fire was in the... There was a building... Fire in the building. And they found his head in one room and his torso in another. And that's why she, you know, doesn't want him to know about Elena. Or much about anybody, probably, in her life. Because she True. knows what Homelander is capable of doing. Yeah, she doesn't want that to happen to her. No. And she starts somewhat breaking down, telling her, you know, the things I saw and was made to do, I don't want him to do to you. Right. And the things that he makes them do, all of them. Right. And that's what she was kind of referring mm-hmm. to. Right. Him, you know, using her to kill someone, I think, in the first season. And, you know, he pretty much... Tries to over control everybody. Yeah, he controls everybody. And then um, Homelander gives his son a phone, and kid's like, Well, I have no one to call. Oh, <laughs> but you can call his dad. But yeah, you can call me. And um, he, then he tells him, He goes, You know, I never played catch with my dad. There was no World Series ball because he didn't have a dad or a mom. You know, he said that isolating is being the most, or it's isolating being the most powerful being on the planet. And that he's superior, and they're gods. Yeah, he's like, God should not have to feel that pain. Yeah. And he's like, that's what we are. Basically, you know, people can't stop them. They can do whatever they want. No, he's like, we can do anything we want. And I love you, son. And the kid just kind of sits there and he goes, well, now say it back. He goes, well, you can say it back. Yeah. And so he says it, but you can tell he's not sincere about it. He doesn't know no. what else to say. And Homelander's like, this is nice. Yeah, so. And he's like, well, your turn, Mom. And she's telling him, well, you need to leave and get the fuck out of my house. But he tells her that he won't get bored and leave, you know. Uh, and that Ryan will end up, you know, hating her, basically for keeping him cooped up in that perfect house. Yeah, he's you like, know? you know, what happens, you know, if he, you know, wants to go somewhere and do something, and you know, do you think he'll fucking despise you? And he tells her, I won't get bored after we learned that he was going to get bored. So mm-hmm. I don't know if he heard that old thing or, yeah. or what. And he goes, I'm going nowhere. And, like, yeah, she's not happy at all. Oh no! So he asked her if she would like some Jiffy Pop. Yes, let's be one big happy family. I mean, he raped her to get the child in the first place. Yeah. Now the boys—they're breaking into looks like a warehouse. And it looks like a costume shop. Yeah, it looks like a costume shop, but later there is a sign you see that says Party City on it. So. They break it in there. Um, 
Kimiko finds this guy who's working. He's sitting at the table, but he's also got some guns on the table. So, you know, he's probably not necessarily a good guy. No, you, you don't think so? Nah, probably not. But you have no chance of asking him if he's a good guy. Oh, or not. no, because she grabs him by the head and just rips it the fuck off. He just rips his head off. I mean. In front, she's sitting there looking at her like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? Yep. And there's this big old chest tattoo. Yeah. And he recognizes it and says, oh, Shining Light Liberation Army. The ones who kidnapped you were. Yep. And they made her what she is. You know. And so he's like, you know this man? And she shakes her head. Yeah, so, but then she just leaves office. <laughs> yeah. Nope, that was about it. Walks on off. Cause that's all she needed. And um, so they're all kind of looking around. And she sees the other soup. He jumps down and hugs him and calls him Mouse. Yeah. And we find out it's her brother. Mm -hmm. Well... Everybody else realizes that, you know, there's obviously a connection there. But Billy, being Billy... No, Billy didn't care. No, he doesn't care that there's... Not at because, all. Because, you know, Don't he mean was told, shit to him, it's a soup. Yeah, he was told that that was her brother. And... Because Huey told him that, and he starts to try to shoot him anyway. Well, he does shoot at him, but, but Huey, Huey hits him and knocks it off target. Yeah. So completely miss, and then we see him using his powers, the suit. And he brings all the metal down. Yeah, he starts bringing down, you know, like the shelves, and then he brings the lighting rigs down. Yeah. And tries to squish them. He doesn't really hurt anybody. No. They all kind of get up. And then he runs and yeah, she runs takes after off. Him, you know. And we got Starlight telling Stormfront, you know. She's not a sellout. And she's Stormfront's like, well, everyone's so stage managed. Mm. Well, there's a reason for that too, though. But she has, she doesn't really, doesn't care. She doesn't pay attention to anything but herself anyway. Really, Stormfront. No. She doesn't realize, you know. And then she doesn't care either. No, she doesn't. And she starts asking. Starlight, well, you know, do you know who the greatest superhero ever was? Pippi Longstocking. Which I never ever expected that. No, that was like, huh? I mean, I loved Pippi Longstocking years ago watching it. It was always fun. A little pet monkey, and it was just a good time. She was, you know, just did her thing. Yeah. yeah. She didn't answer to anybody really and so <laughs> that really yeah, was not what I expected. And she was talking about how on Halloween she dressed up as Pippi and all the other girls were in their Disney princess outfits and made fun uh, of her and she didn't care. No. She's like, Fuck this world for confusing nice with good Which makes sense because, you know, a lot of people act nice on the outside but you know they're fucking full of shit that's true but she may want to reassess what she says sometime in the future about herself yeah possibly. i don't know because she said confusing nice with good she never said she was nice and she's not good <laughs> no 
And um, then she she tells Starlight, and if someone sticks a dick in your mouth, bite it off. This goes back to season one with the deep. Yeah. You know, and her initiation into the seven. Yeah. And then she goes, you know, Pippi Longstocking would bite a D. <laughs> yeah. And we got old Billy showing up. Well, he's there. He's just all pissed off. And um, Mother's Milk has to stop him from killing Huey because it looks like he's going to go after him. Mm, yeah. And, you know, just tells him to fuck off and the rest of you, you know, come with me. And But they don't want to. No, don't piss about. And they'll all just stand there. He's like, what the fuck you waiting for? And... Uh, Kimiko's actually one of them, and that's her brother. Right, he's Anna. like, oh, so her family's worth more than, you know, seeing your own, and Mother's Milk's like, yeah, well, she is one of us. Yeah. And she has become part of the team. Matt pisses you know, Oh, yeah, he's... Yeah, he, he's... Um, Billy's like, what, Huey infected you with a wretched case of vagina? But then he goes ahead and tells him that Becca is alive, you yeah. know, and that he actually saw her. Yeah. And, but, yeah. you know, that's what he needs to do is to find her, get her out, and he, but he needs their help. And he finally actually says that. Right. You and, know, and yeah, that was so, kind of, you know, the deal with Mallory is he finds the terrorist and she finds Becca. Yep. Yeah, he says that she's got a boy that looks like Homelander, and they're just kind of looking at him. He's like, well, I'm not stark raving mad, you know. I saw it, woke up three hours later, and if I trade a suit for Becca's whereabouts. Yeah. So then um, Kimiko's brother's apologizing, you know, for being taken, and they they turned she's telling him that she, they turned her into a monster with the blue poison yeah and you know both are you know kind of on their own now yeah but well they have been or, they were on their own before true but um then he admits that you know they they must both be monsters then yeah, you know both because monsters. they're the same pretty much yeah and she asked him if you know but hurt when he was injected with the blue poison and he said yeah basically he just kind of wanted to die yeah they, she said he said there was one shot left you know while they were over there in their home and um they knew it would probably work on her on him Since because it, it worked on her and she didn't have the side effects or you know all, whatever happened to a lot of those people right in there injected with it so that's why they injected him and you know, we're back to starlight she's texting and here comes a train again right into her apartment in yeah in in a locked room yeah yes. i mean what a there fucking asshole he like takes, he has the right right yeah like he can do whatever fuck he wants and he takes the v from her and you know, tells her, well, Homelander should have charged your, charred your ass when he found out you were fucking Huey. And she, that's to the point where she's like, well, you know, he saved you. Huey did. Mm-hmm. And you aren't telling anyone because 
you know, you killed your girlfriend. Yeah, I mean, and which he did. Little boy, he killed his own girlfriend. So and basically, she's, she's threatening him back. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, she starts, you know, kind of get under her skin. Did she suffer? You know, I looked at the forensic reports and all those needles. And one of them went into the bone. It shattered the bone. Yeah, and, you know, it was like, there's no way she could have done that on her own. Yeah. You know, what if Sports Illustrated found out about this? But you notice that he's already killed his girlfriend and Huey's girlfriend. If he <laughs> wanted to get rid of Starlight, then Just why does... right through her? He could have done it. That's probably true. So why is he saying that Homelander should have done it? Is he that much of a pussy? <laughs> well, you know. Probably doesn't want to get accused of taking out one of his own. He's already murdered other people. What? What's one more? But they're regular people. And it's okay <laughs> for Homelander too? No. Is he really going to pay her back for saving his life by taking hers? Yeah, probably not. Oh, he's a dick. <laughs> he didn't give a shit. And, um, you know, he tells her, well, I'll take you down with me. And she's like, you know. But she says she doesn't really care. No, she goes, but try it. I don't give a shit. She didn't care. Yeah. yeah. And then she takes back the V and he leaves. Yeah. He, yeah, with she his didn't tail back down between his him. legs. Yeah. yeah. She ain't backing down no more. Definitely the way it's looking. He's such a fucking pussy. And then we got... Kimiko and her brother Kenji, or Mouse, and they're kind of talking, and she's, I think this is when they're on the swing set, and you know how we can go back to our village, and he's like, um, no, village yeah. is gone. And outlying villages around it were gone. Yeah. Because some fucking American soup came and destroyed it. Yeah, because she's also asking if they can go to Japan, but you know, you, um, just talking about how, what, the, um, when they come in and destroyed the fucking village, pretty much everybody's gone. Said ripped off the face of an old lady, and school caved in, babies were burned when propane tanks were exploding. He's, you know, just shining light helps people. And he wants to be with them to yeah. help destroy America because, you know, American soups were... Right, that's mainly you know. what he's after is the American soups. And yeah. she kind of grabs grabs him by the hand and, you know, she kind of forces it and... Well, they fight back and forth. Right, and they start kind of fighting. Puts her through a building. Yeah, he, well, first those are, you know, he forces her into a car. It's not the way that I have it written. It's, he uses his powers to throw her into kind of a car. Throw her, mm -hmm. force her into a car, but not into the door, just into the car itself. And fucks it all up, then he throws her up to a building, and it's like, God damn. And she comes down, knocks him out, and yeah. The boys show up. Yeah. They grab him. You know, contain him because well, he is yeah. passed out. Billy, you know, Billy says, 
Well, cheers, love. At least someone has some sense around here because she caught the soup. But the problem is, is that the look on her face, she could have killed him for oh, saying yeah. that. Oh, yeah. She... And he realized not it. Not happy. But, of course, he never shuts his mouth fast enough. No. And so, yeah, like you said, they duct taped the hell out of his hands. And Put him in the van. She gets in there with him. Yeah, Billy decks Huey. Right in the mouth. And tells him, you know, you, you come between me and my missus again, I'll fucking kill you. And then... <laughs> then we go out with the song on this one. Psycho Killer from the Talking Heads. <laughs> So we started episode one with the song we finished. I mean, some of these songs are more memorable and fit more. I mean, there may have been a song beginning of this one, but it didn't really stand out like this one kind right. of does. So with that wrapped up that episode, another great one. Um, pretty intense. Yeah, still, it's not for the meek. No. If you don't like Watching heads being torn off of torsos. <laughs> it's probably not your thing. Yeah, it's um, it's pretty brutal. There's a couple assholes that need to have their asses kicked a few times. No, yeah, there isn't almost everything. Yeah, Billy. Anymore. Billy does need his cock kicked a couple times. Oh, man, Billy is something else. I mean, he can be a real dick to his own people. Yep. But you know, they know he knows what he's doing and how to get it done. I know, but yeah. <laughs> there's a big butt there. Well, we gotta have dicks on both sides, I guess. Well, you know, equal yeah. dick opportunity. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. they get dickier as we go too. Yes, very true. And. Um, Anyway, anything else to add to this? No, um, not really. So we'll prep for episode three, which had some big-ass long title for it. Um, let's see here. It is Over the Hill with the Swords of a Thousand Men. So... <laughs> Alrighty. Yes. Probably, probably a little too long. <laughs> I don't know if I even know what the fuck that meant after watching it, but I'll rewatch it and prep for it. So, anyway, um, we can be reached on Untapped for the beer drinkers. I'm M Connor six six six. She's MC Vampire, or we can be reached at thrownabeer at gmail dot com, and we are out. <laughs>